Hey man, do you like Dave Matthews Band? Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, now that they're not playing it every five seconds. Welcome to today's process, the space between. Stand up, push forward, let's light the lantern. How does the husband entrepreneur escape the understory while still having a marriage that not just survives, but thrives in an environment where modern business is under attack? The fog of the understory covers everything, and we are surrounded by monsters and bandits. My name is Wade Skalski, the understory lawyer, and we will face them together as we build the classic American business. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, husband entrepreneurs? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. So I'm going to take you back in time. We're going to jump back in the uh, the time machine that is my brain, and we're going to go back approximately 20 years. So just so you know, there are periods of my life which are a little fuzzy. They're a little gin fizzy fuzzy uh, because there were a lot of gin fizzes being drank for fuzzy time. So recollection, not that great. But um, the high points, I got them. The high points, I got them from the decade of darkness. But I'm living in Los Angeles and I had just gotten there relatively recently. OK, and uh, but I don't remember the set of circumstances about how I had the car that I was driving. Like I was driving a convertible. And um, I was driving this convertible down Sunset Boulevard. Now, if you don't know you know, Sunset Boulevard, I know that you've heard about Sunset um, from like the the zeitgeist of modern culture, pop culture, you know, and it is it is cool to see like once. All right. Um, the street itself is actually not that great, especially at like 6 a.m. in the morning when you're super hungover and you're kind of walking somewhere because you're trying to find your car or you're walking back to your car or um, you're just sort of, for some reason, a little disoriented on that road at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. when the sun's coming up. And it looks a lot different um, than it does. It just looks a lot different. Okay. However, once you get past sort of the Hollywoody part of Sunset Strip, what happens is, is that if you keep going west on that road towards the ocean, what will happen is it goes through all this like really cool, beautiful area and you kind of shoot through Beverly Hills and then you hit UCLA, the kind of the, 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 I guess it would be the North side of the campus. And then you just keep going and it's a pretty cool windy ride. Right. And then if you want, you can bust off, you can bust off North off Mulholland and go up into the Hills and stuff. So it's, it's a cool, the second half of sunset's pretty cool. So there's, there's one night and I'm driving back to the West side and I had been, and that's where I was living at the time. I was living in Santa Monica and I was in this convertible top was down and the wood, the, the, it was cold. Right. And I, I was, I was relatively new there. And so it's like LA still had all of this magic about it. And now this is also 20 years ago. LA and California were a totally different place 20 years ago. It really was. Now it wasn't the heyday of, I wouldn't say it wasn't when it was the land of milk and honey. Right. I would say that was probably 60s, 70s, 80s. Okay. But when you hit it there in that sort of late nineties time, the fumes of that time were still there. And so you could still catch it now and then. And so when I had just moved there, I was really full on getting it in terms of, man, this is awesome. I'm like, well, however old I was 20 years ago, 27, 30, 28, whatever. And, um, I'm just like, I had moved there and, and 
this song comes on, this Dave Matthews song, The Space Between comes on. And that is a song of you're going to be driving down Sunset Strip late at night, feeling good about yourself, thinking you're in a magical place. That is a magical song. And that was a magical moment. And it was just awesome. It's like one of those moments that I'll never forget. Right now. It is one of those moments, I think, that is is there's a confluence of events that creates the moment. And it's it's there's some luck involved when that happens for something like that, like the right song, the right place, the right time you're in the right mood and whatever. But I didn't create that time. This is the only thing I created that the only thing I created was I put myself in that position to have it occur. And a lot of my Forrest Gumpian experience um, that I have in my life is just simply just continually put myself into into the possibility of having those experiences. And then every once in a while you have one. It's not it's not a math problem. I mean, it is a math problem. It's not magic. Or is it? I like to live in a land of like a little bit of magic. So sometimes I think it's magic, but this was a magical moment. I mean, it was like I had hair. So the wind was flowing through my hair. And I was just like, God, this is amazing. Everything over the night, you know, going forward from here is going to be amazing. This is, I'm so glad I moved here. And I did not know the trials and tribulations of the decade of darkness that were ahead of me. But it was a great experience that I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Now, why? And I had a, it's funny. I had a similar experience in a, um, in a convertible the decade before in Tucson by the mount, by these mountains in Tucson. It was really, so I guess convertibles at night and me get, get along just, just fine. And, um, different convertible though. Like I, I, I don't, I really, I, that one, I remember how I was in that convertible anyways, whatever. So I'm telling you the story, the history of Wade's convertibles, uh, convertible experiences by Wade Skalski. Um, telling you the story for a couple different reasons. One is that, um, so it was not, it's not an accident that Dave Matthews band came on the, the came on the, uh, the radio because at that time you could not get away from Dave Matthews. Like Dave Matthews pretty much ruled the the universe. And there was, you know, there wasn't the interweb like there is today. You know, it wasn't, you couldn't get every song in the world on your phone instantly like you could today, like you can today without having to buy it. And and so it just was like, it was like, oh, but for whatever reason, Dave Matthews did not annoy me. And that song, The Space Between is, I never, I, I mean, I wasn't, I'm not a musical, like a super musical freaky person. I've talked about this before. So I don't, you know, I don't get into the, I don't read the lyrics and learn about the band. And I never, I've never been to a Dave Matthews concert, but the guy, obviously, you know, he's like Neo in the Matrix. He, he has some skills. Okay. And I don't know what they're doing now, or I have no idea. But the thing about him is that, and actually, if I, I I just watched the live. I listened to the song this morning, and I watched the live version. And the guy sounds really good live. And so he's he's an actual musician. Probably writes his own stuff. And that, there's a, that song's a poem. Like it is. If you read the lyrics, it's it's pretty deep, deep, deep undercover song. And the the reason why that song came to my mind is is what we talked about yesterday. Is that little did I know? I I always knew that song was going to you know, that song was going to have an impact on me, but I always thought that that song had an impact on me because of that, that experience. Here comes the magic, the discovered advance. So I was, for whatever reason this morning, that song kept coming up. I was like, why is this song coming up for me? And I was thinking about that experience. And and the reason why that song is coming up is because the lesson that it has of, of there's this place between our lies. There's this place between what's wrong and right. There's this place. It's like a magical place. It's a, that, you can go to and then come out of. And in some ways that describes the understory. The understory is, 
is the precursor to the underworld. It's a place where of chaos. It's a place where you go and you pull order from the chaos. It's where creative people go. The understory is where creative people go. And there are different types of creative people. There are people that lean more towards the entrepreneurial side, which is more of how do I create how do I create things to solve problems in the world? And then there are people who go more on the artistic side and they're like, how do I, how do I go bring, how do I go bring things that don't exist yet into the world from another place? If you think about, so here's, so we're going through a, like a pandemic right now, right? Allegedly. And, um, so you, I'm not a, when I say allegedly, I'm just like, there's no way to know how to define what's going on right now. Not, I'm not a denier. So I have a, I have a, a large amount of medicine in my house. So don't worry, don't worry. I'm not, I'm not going there. But, um, there was a movie with, with, uh, Matt Damon. I'm Matt Damon with Matt Damon and, um, call it, was it out, not outbreak. That was the Dustin Hoffman. Well, that's relevant too. So Dustin Hoffman had a movie outbreak, um, Matt Damon had a, had a movie, which the name of the movie is escaping me, but they're both about basically like new viruses getting out. And those are artists, writers, actors, creative people putting together something that no one had experienced before and, and putting them in a movie. Now those movies actually help give people some type of framework so they don't totally lose their minds when the actual thing occurs. So one of the reasons why one of the reasons, not the reason, but one of the reasons why people are able, able to function is because a lot of people have seen those movies. And so they're like, okay, so this is what this is happening. And they had a context to put things in. They weren't starting from zero. There's a baseline. And that's what artists, that's just a, one example of what artists do. Artists, it's the same with, same with alien movies, right? If there is life, if there is life with outer space, which there just has to be, I mean, I can't see how there can't be. Um, and they contact us, which is that's that's more dubious if that's going to happen. But let's say that they do. One of the things that will make it less traumatic, it still be super traumatic, is 50 years of alien movies. Now, that could be an accident. That could be on design, whatever. Um, but the point is, is that people same with books like science fiction, people thinking of different things that could happen that haven't happened. And then creating them and then people consuming it. And then, so when they do happen, there's a point of reference. There's also artists that go on the artist side, they go for beauty, right? Which is, they just, they, they, you know, the haystacks, they'll go look at a set of haystacks 50 different ways. And then just with the idea of that, there is a lifetime of lessons in, in, in perception and looking at haystacks. So why, why am I going on this tangent? Well, it's not a tangent. I'm going on this idea of the space between of the understories because I didn't realize there was something about that song that attracted me to it that I couldn't describe why. And it was going to take 20 years for me to understand what it was. Is what that place was as the understory. It's the place outside of reality. It's the place where people go on purpose to pull order from the chaos. It's what creative people do. It's what I've been doing my entire life. And for me, I've always been trapped between the idea of being an artist mostly a writer, right? It seemed to be go towards the words. I said your words, right? Um, or on the entrepreneurial side, which is, okay, well, I'm going to use my creative powers to, to make some money, right? Solve some problems, whatever. And so I've been in the space between and an attention between those two places. And I've always had a problem when I would go towards one, I would always feel as if I should be in the other, when I wrote 
is a, writing a novel is a great example. I wrote this terrible novel called two Sundays. And the thing about that novel was whenever I was writing the novel, I was, I was always stressed out because I was like, I need to go be making money. And then whenever I was working and making money, I was like so stressed out because I was like, I need to be making, I need to be writing my novel. And there's this paralyzing, there's this paralyzing place that you can put yourself in as a creative person because you can't, you either can't commit to one or the other, or you don't know about the other Well, You don't even know about that problem. Like some of the worst problems are the ones that you don't know that you have. You're always the last one to know you're fat. You're always the last one to know that you drink too many gin fizzes, right? And I tell you these things because I myself have been like, well, you know, who, who am I going to help? And that's why I was, when I talked to yesterday about, you know, breaking things down and being like, okay, so I got the husband entrepreneurs who want to create the classic American business. But what about the, what about the entrepreneurs who want to be the artists? What about those guys? And what about those gals? Do I, do I do the gals? Like, what do I do? And so the, the thing, what the thing is though, is this, is that the reason why I created the understory lawyer is not because it just sounds cool. It's because I knew there was a concept of the understory the idea of going into the, going into the chaos, the idea of going into the, going into the creative, the creative chaos and creating something. Cause I know how to do that. Cause I've been doing it my whole life. That's why I would have these Forrest Gumpian experiences that very few people get to have because I'm constantly putting myself into the unknown, into the adventures of going on these quests in my life. Now, for the longest time, it was the grand gestures, which I was, I thought would solve things, but are simply just grand gestures. And I've talked about those before, but what if, what happens when you start to put those, do those things on purpose with your ranger mission in mind, with your ranger projects in mind, what happens when you start to do that? Well, then when you have a magical experience or you have a grant, you know, it's not a grand gesture anymore. It's something that keeps building your place. And I didn't know it, but the the idea of the understory is just a way for me to describe the space between and the, the space where everyone has to go. It doesn't matter if you're not, if you're an entrepreneur and you're stuck right now in a, in a business that you hate, you need to go into the understory to create, to, to create the business that you want to make for you. The business that will feed you, the business that will make you a better father, the business that will make you um, a better husband, business that will make you a better you and make you feel like you don't want to kill yourself all the time. If you are an artist and you are struggling, unfortunately for you, the reason why you're struggling is because you don't know how to bring your art to the world in a way that is safe and protected and the way that you can get paid. And so you need to go into the understory to be able to create that business on the hill. Both of them both so but but they both come they both start in different places so if you were if the understory was in the center right like let's say the understory is this big giant forest and you're thinking it's this big dark giant forest in the center right like of your mind's eye let's say to the left of it because we think left to right because that's how we learn to read to the left of it is the creative clearing right that's where the artist is not concerned with commerce it's just concerned with connections and to the right of it is the is the is the hill and that's where there's a classic American business built on the hill. And that's where the entrepreneur is. Now, he may not be building the classic American business. He just may be building a business, but he's on the hill building a business. That's where the, the businesses are built on the hill. And unfortunately, what they both must do is they both must travel through the understory to the other pole. Have you ever been in a traffic jam 
and you see cars coming on the other side of the traffic jam coming towards you. And you're like, man, I certainly wish that I was going the other way. <laughs> that's what you're going to, that's what you get to do. You get to jump off the direction that you're going and go in the other direction where there, there is no, there is, it's a very free flow, free, free. It's a very free flowing place. The only problem is, is, it, is, is that highway goes through the understory and that's filled with monsters and bandits. And that's why no one goes there. That's why the, that's why the road, that's why the road is so clear. It's because so few people will go there. I live there. I've lived there my entire life. But my problem was I never came out of there. And if you don't come out of the, if you live in the understory, then you slide into the underworld. It's inevitable. So I had to learn both places. I had to learn how to be the entrepreneur and I had to learn how to be the artist. And now because of that pain, because of the decade of darkness, because of every failure that I had, the monstrous amounts of failures, both on the artistic side and the monstrous amount of, amount of failures, both on the commerce side, is I understand both sides very well. And I know how to communicate with both sets of people. And I take them both through the same place. Now, this may seem esoteric to you. This may seem silly, and that's fine. But it's not. If you're stuck right now in a business that you absolutely hate and you see no way out, other or it's just a, it's for entrepreneurs. If you're stuck in a business right now that you absolutely hate, and you're making anywhere from a hundred to a million dollars, and you're like, I hate every day of my life. I have to get out of here. I know how to help you do that safely so that your wife doesn't divorce you and you don't blow it up. If you are an artist and your art is not feeding you anymore and you're like, I need to get a job and stop doing my art because I cannot monetize this. I can help you do that too. And you don't have to stop. You don't have to stop your art. You just have to go into the other story and, and, you have to knock off the starving artist bullshit. It's a trap. The powers that be have created that archetypes to trap you so they can monetize your art. So that there's an endless supply of people who create for them. And then they take those creations and they make money off of them. And they discard you. And then they go grab someone else. This is the most obvious in acting in, in female acting lady actor there the the woman actresses i think career span i think is you can make it like three years and then they just discard you for someone else there's there's like three women who that didn't happen to and who knows why that is who knows what they had to do outside of their art to be able to be in that position but the thing is right now is that with the platforms available with the the barriers to entry that don't 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 exist anymore. Your art does not have to be bastardized, or you don't have to turn it into propaganda. So here's the conundrum. The conundrum was always like one or the other. Like, who am I gonna am I gonna do the entrepreneurs or am I gonna do the artists? 
And then I sat and thought to myself, well, self, you know, you've picked an avatar in business, right? Let's go in there. Let's put the entrepreneurial hat on. And the lots of times in business, you'll have a, a widget that, that both a man and a woman can buy. So you have an avatar that's a man and a woman. And so I said to myself, well, why can't I just have my two different avatars are the husband entrepreneur and the husband artist. Boom. I just don't, the ladies, ladies are on your own. <laughs> and the reason is, is because the just men have different challenges than the ladies do in both of those positions. The challenge for the husband entrepreneur is to make his wife understand that he's a creative and not a businessman. The challenge for the husband artist is to make his wife understand that he needs to be a businessman as well as an artist. And those are just some of the challenges. I haven't flushed all of them out in my mind because I know they're there. Because my big brain hasn't been working on that. That those my big brain has not been working on it from this perspective. And so the solution then is to basically to teach them how to be under story arrangers. Because they have to go, they both have to go into the same place. And so these, the product or the service of the experience is based upon teaching people how to go into the darkness they don't want to go into, how to get off the, the, the traffic jam that they're on that is not taking them to where they want to go and to put them on the other side of the freeway that's going to take them where they want to go, but it's going to go through some dark and scary places and prepare them for that and help them to have the least amount of pain and to spend the least amount of time there. I spent way more than a decade there. I spent my whole life in that place because for whatever reason I was comfortable there and I was actually afraid. I was afraid to, to live in one or the other. I was afraid to either go live in the creative clearing or I was afraid to go live in the live up on the hill because I was conflicted because I was both. It was both the reason, the reason why that I never spun off and joined the circus as a creative person is because I was too much drawn to the normal things of life, to business. The reason why, but then the reason why I didn't go build a business necessarily like a classic American business is because I was, would be too distracted by the squirrels and the art stuff. And so I lived in the space between and I slid into the understory and then I slid into the underworld. And then it was always me going back and forth between the understory and the underworld until I figured out I needed to be going back and forth between the understory and the hill and the creative clearing. And then combine those two things into a business that had both of those things. And thus the understory lawyer was born. And I didn't even know that I was doing it until I decided to make my own place. And then my subconscious led me here. Episode 496. I wrote a book, the husband on um, creative clearing, the husband entrepreneur's guide to escape the nine to five. It's a good book. If you're stuck in a nine to five, it'll help you get out and go be an entrepreneur. But the people that are stuck that I need to help are on both sides of the understory. And then I had this, and I'll close with this. And then I had this thought that what would I bring those two groups of people together could happen in the world? How could the artists that I know and help 
how could they help the entrepreneurs that come come into that world? And how could the entrepreneurs help the artists that go into their world? And they all meet together in the understory. And the commonality between them is they fight the monsters and the bandits together. And there is no problem that cannot be solved because if you have a business problem that cannot be solved, the solution lies in the opposite pole. If you have an art problem that cannot be solved, the solution lies in the opposite pole. So those two groups of people can solve any problem. So if I help just one, then we're going to get stuck. There, we will hit a wall if I help just one side. But if I help both sides, there's no problem I can't fix. So that was, that's what we're going to do. Now here's, the, here's my problem. Is I have to figure out how to market that and message it and put it together so that people understand it. I have to put that together. I have to figure out a way to create language for it so that I can get an education bridge to get people to there to make them understand. And both sides need protection from people stealing their shit. And that's the intellectual property side. And both sides are going to need some tax help probably <laughs> because artists blow all that stuff up or blow that stuff off. And then they, you know, the government gets mad at them and entrepreneurs are doing 6,000 different businesses has the same problem. So, and I need two poles. I always need two poles, the intangible and the tangible and there's tax and intellectual property are pretty much the two opposite poles. And then they're like, it's like a, the two poles are like a long log and each pole is a notch. And then you take each set of two poles, things that you have, and you just put those logs together and you build a little house or a log cabin or a hunting cabin, whatever. There's a lot of work to do. And I was really happy with the intro and the outro, by the way. I was like, this is really good. Yeah, it is really good, but it's only halfway done. So now I have to go back and figure out how to put this all together. But the husband entrepreneurs are going to need the husband artists and the husband artists are going to need the husband entrepreneurs. And the only way that we can meet together is in the same places in the understory because that's where everyone's fighting the same thing and nobody will flex. So we meet in the space between. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. You're going to need one. If you don't have one, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade and just write down the answers to what I need to know are in the space between. And that is called the understory. And just remember, there is no end if you've seen the path of understanding. All right, husband entrepreneurs, I know you want to escape the current understory that you're trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you have to have a creative clearing, a place to stand, a place to make decisions in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course or coach or codex or crypto, but I cannot help you if you do not raise your hand and say, I'm over here. You can do that by subscribing to my daily email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. 
The podcast has the philosophy, but the daily emails have the insight and innovations. Raise your hand and let's light the lantern together. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. The path of understanding does not end, but that does not mean that you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.